All right, we'll get started with today's post-qualifying press conference with number two qualifier, Will Power of Team Penske. Will is extremely, extremely close again, as we've seen from this series time and again. What are your thoughts on how the qualifying lap went there at the end? Yeah, not good. Um, unfortunately, I flat spot the tire and had a flat spot for the next lap. So uh, yeah, it's disappointing. We had a pretty good buffer on everyone. It was, should have been a should have been better. Probably not the time to ask you about the pole winner, but the pole winner continues to show really well. His despite his age. Yeah, no, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> he's good. No, he does a very good job. Very, very strong rookie year. We've also seen that the championship contenders are in a little bit of a deep, muddy yeah. field. Just, uh, yeah, it's interesting how that all plays out and spices things up. But, um, yeah, I mean, you never know. You saw how nuts this race was last year, um, you know, with the way the yellows fell and all that. So um, who knows what can happen? Um, so we'll be just going for a race win. Questions for Will. Tony? Well, it seems like a lot of guys have struggled in the reds so far this weekend. How have you been with the balance on them so far? Uh, yeah, our car was good on both. Um, good balance. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, couldn't fault it. It was good. Good. I just uh, need to put it together better in there. I mean, basically need to warm the brakes up a bit more. I grabbed a brake and flat spot the tire. But apart from that, the car's good. In the back there. Well, uh, you just said it's disappointing. I mean, it's disappointing not to, to be on pole, but generally it's not a bad starting position for tomorrow. Yeah, it's definitely a good so starting So disappointing position. is just that you do not have the pole. Generally, it's a good starting position, right? Wh what's that? I mean, it's, it's, you're disappointed not to be on pole. Yes. But overall, it's oh. not a bad position. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a good, good starting spot. It's better than third, put it that way. And it, <laughs> I was disappointed, yeah, because it was there to be had. Yeah. I kind of just, you know, disappointed in myself. <laughs> Down in front here, Bruce. Well, uh, from what you've learned about this track before and as hot as it is and the way the Reds are reacting, is this track going to get slippery? Is it going to, because it's going to be hotter tomorrow. Uh, how do you kind of forecast the way the track's going to be? Um, yeah, it's actually pretty good. It takes rubber. It takes rubber well. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, don't, I think the conditions are going to be similar to today. I think there will be some tire dag. It didn't seem like that much last year, so um, it'll be interesting. It'll be uh, an interesting race just because, you know, there's, there's enough yellows and it goes into a two-stopper and fuel save and all that sort of stuff. So we'll see, see how it all plays out. Will it be strategic or? Uh, I, uh, last year there was passing, there was for sure. But I think Firestone made the ties too close this year. Last year there was quite a difference between reds and blacks. Now to me they're just a little too close. Um, but maybe they degrade in a different way, I don't know. Because that always creates passing if you have a big difference between the two. Chris? Well, you've got a couple of drivers in the top 12 basically fighting for their racing lives. You've got Connor Daly in ninth, and I think Jack Harvey starting right behind you in fourth. Do you think that their level of aggression may be a bit of a worry at the start? 
or no? No, those guys probably want to have a good finish, you know. They don't... To them, it's not about winning. To them, it'd be finishing in the top, you know, top three or six. Uh, you know, it'd be, it just ruins their reputation. If they, you know, you're out in the first lap, everyone's like, oh. You know, but if you hang out all day and you get a top six, they're like, yeah, the guy's pretty solid. What's that? Pressed? Impression, yeah. I I, did, I didn't know where they qualified. Is Jack Harvey? Ford. Yeah, that's pretty pretty good. I mean, he's been good, man. Like, I think Jack Harvey would be a good guy to pick. Like, I was thinking for McLaren, you know, it's hard to find a driver right now. But, you know, every time Jack Harvey's been out on a road course recently, I mean, he's been very strong. So, you know, that's a guy who needs a ride, a full-time ride, and is performing each time he goes out. So... Yeah, to me that's good, and and you know I would kind of get in the top ten, which is probably real good for him. Did he? I don't know. Question on your far right. Seventh, yes. Yeah, so that's is he seventh or Rossi? Connor was ninth, eighth or ninth. Yeah, which is ninth. pretty good. Hey, Will. I noticed that you were very consistent. You were consistently quick when you were qualifying. Yeah. So you landed in second, but. You were so close to your your times every single time, and I, I'm sure that's going to lend itself during the race. But PIR is deceptively narrow. Yeah. Do you feel like there are going to be many passing opportunities during the race tomorrow? Yes, I do. I just yeah. I think it's all going to be when the tires degrade a bit. Um, you know, we'll see. It depends on strategy and all that. It can be hard. I mean, a lot of good drivers and teams here. It, it, can be difficult, but it's not important. I mean, turn seven's a good spot, and end of one's a pretty good spot, so we'll see how that all plays out. Question from Mary on your right. Well, I think this is the 26th race here at Portland, and there's been a lot of different interesting starts going down into turn one. Yeah. Do you think you can get the lead um, from Colton on the start? I don't know. <laughs> it's a long race, honestly, but, uh, you know, I think... Who knows? You never know if it's going to be a clean start or not. But um, obviously, it would be very good for me to get him. But you can't predict. You can't. It's got to take it as it comes. Last one here from Bruce in the front. Why did you do two so well and your teammates didn't? I don't know. I was very surprised to see, see well, particularly Joseph, because he's been strong all weekend. Simon's kind of struggled a bit, but... Yeah, it's a surprise. I don't know what happened. All right, thank you, Will. We'll, uh, yeah, thank you. Good luck tomorrow. We welcome to the press conference now two-time NTT Pole Award winner, Colton Herta. Initial thoughts? Good, uh, a good lap there on the exit? No, yeah, that was crazy. Um, yeah, it was crazy how close the field is here. Uh, it always seems to be that way. Um, and yeah, I didn't really expect to to have the lap on, on one lap on, on used reds, um, but the grip was kind of in right away, so it was it was all good. Yeah, the, sep the, the separation first to third, point zero two four four. Yeah. Um, 
I didn't know that. Uh, I, I knew it was close. I knew I was third before I hit the timing line. Um, and, and yeah, we kind of went with an off-ball strategy with, with the new blacks instead of the used reds. Um, and it ended up being pretty close in the end to, to what was right and what was wrong. Would you describe this almost a perfect weekend so far? Uh, yeah, I think so, so far. Uh, I don't want to call it that yet, though. Okay. Question here from Bruce in front. Hang on. This. You don't want to refer to that, but is it starting to look Coda-esque? Um, yeah, Coda was weird, though, because I don't think we were as dominant as this weekend. Um, you know, I think we were close to the top, but I don't think I led any practice. I led the first practice session at Coda. That's the only practice session I led, um, and, and I qualified fourth. So... Um, you know, I think it's something about these permanent road courses that just kind of gels my driving style. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know why, but it's it's just when I'm at my best. And the other thing is your poles have come at Road America and now Portland. Yeah. And those are two pretty, uh, pretty stout road courses. So how do you feel that, you know, just being a kid, being able to master? Oh, yeah. I mean, super excited, super honored. Um, I, I, I think uh, I'm happy right now, but... I, I know that, that the real task kind of starts tomorrow. It's 105 lads can be difficult. Um, and, and, you know, we've got the best starting spot and the best view going into turn one. So, Question on your left from Chris. Colton, you led two of the three practice sessions. I mean, only fourth in the other session. Do you feel like pole could have been like almost a foregone I can't. Sorry, I can't hear you. Did you feel like pole was almost a foregone conclusion given that you led two out of the three practice sessions and you were only fourth in the other session? Or were I, you expecting it almost? Yeah, I, I knew it was definitely possible. I knew we had a good chance at it as, as long as we did what, what, what was, uh, you know, what we were supposed to do. Um, and everyone stayed focused and we had a good race car. We didn't make that big of changes from practice three to qualifying and the changes that we did make helped the car. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was very strange how, how the, uh, the grip level came and went. You know, I, I, I think group one and group two were we're pretty close on grip level and then in the second round for some reason uh, I think the grip level went away um, and everybody kind of went a little slower except for Will and uh, yeah so it was a uh, it was a bit of a weird session question here in front from Jeff yeah. <coughs> Jeff Buck from the athletic I don't know if you hear me um, I, I was just wondering like even before they came on the radio and told you what like the time was that you were P1 did you, were you like, oh yeah, I nailed that? Like, were you thinking in your head that was that was a good lap? I thought it was a good lap for my uh, for my first lap on used reds. I thought the the better lap would come on the on the second lap of used reds. I don't know what everyone did, but that was just just my natural feeling. Um, like I said, I was surprised by the grip, how how quick it came in, um, and and you know it was a good lap for the first lap, and I was surprised by the lap time. Um, although I, I didn't understand where I was at the time, I thought I was still quickest going on to the used reds. Um, so I didn't know I got bumped back to third. So, uh, yeah, but uh, obviously they, they came on the radio and I heard everybody was super loud. So I just thought at that point we had to have had pole. I would have been disappointed if I pulled in and then told me third after hearing everybody cheering. We'll take two more. Uh, Tony on your far left. Uh, 
I can't hear anything. Yep. Sorry. Right, Road America was a tough race on tires for you. I remember the strategy was a little off. Yep. What can you take from that race to learn about how you go into planning tomorrow's race? Um, you know, I think we, despite um, us having quite a lot of tire wear in that race, we were, we were still really quick. Uh, obviously, we had really good pace on blacks. Um, and I think the used tire pace that we had was, was pretty stout. Obviously, um, I think you can take away from, from abusing the tires. You can calm down a little bit. But I think the tire is so stiff at this track um, that I don't think it's really going to be as big of a problem as Road America. Um, but I'm not sure, though, because, you know, you know 30 to 35 lap stints. Um, and, and, you know, so it's going to be... It's going to be a long race. Who knows how the tires are going to hold up, and I just have to wait and see. I think the most I've done on a set is 15 or 16, so, um, you know, about half a stint, close to half a stint of a two-stop and, and a little bit past half a stint of a three-stop. We'll take our last one from Wolfgang. I'm sorry, I can't hear it. Sorry. Uh, qualifying. Easy to overtake. It is. It is tough. Um, I think, you know, anytime you have a uh, that many cars on a on a 57 second lap, the traffic does get tough. Obviously, uh, you know, I I tried my best to stay out of the way uh, when I did it, but it, it's tough to see when you go. On the on the runoff in the chicane in the festival chicane there, um, so it, it's kind of tough to see when you come back on. So you really need help from the radio for that. But um, and and with that, you know the rear wings on these cars are so massive uh, that it's in and quite low to the ground that it's hard to see out the back as it is. So um, you know I think we were lucky enough to find some clean track. Uh, I think. It definitely made it easier in qualifying and practice when you had, you know, 23, 24 cars rotating. It was very difficult. Um, but, yeah, I think when you had that 12 or 13 cars um, in, in the Group 1, Group 2, and Q2, uh, it made it easier. All right, thank you. Yeah, thanks. Despite the circumstances.